tonight's forecast. A freeze is coming. Welcome into this edition of Sports Tracks Broncos Country. It is July 26th. It's a fantastic Wednesday. I hope you guys are having a great morning so far, or afternoon, or really anytime you're tuning into this. My name is Ross. And we're back on air, catching things up with the start training camp. There's some news that's been breaking. There's some new helmets that have been hitting our eyes. And are they good? Are they bad? Are we let down? Are we actually pretty excited by what the Broncos did with these helmet reveals? Uh, we're going to talk about that one today. We're going to talk about some gambling suspensions and the state of the defensive line. And then, of course, um, we're going to talk about your guys' thoughts on this year's defensive rookie class and who do you think is going to be the best performer but before we get into that of course you can find us on all social medias facebook instagram and twitter find us at mile high report we did have a bit of an incident thank you tim uh when it comes to the twitter a couple days ago but that's all resolved and of course especially going over follow us on instagram because you know yours truly runs that thing and it's fun to talk to you guys have a lot of fun also you guys are um, i love tuning into you seeing your thoughts so we can bring that into articles um subsequent articles and subsequent podcasts just like this but without further ado let's go on and get into the first subject of the day which is going to be the suspensions all right so of course the nfl has been cracking down hard on gambling related suspensions um, there's always been a bunch of people this offseason so of course last year we had calvin ridley that took the one-year hit and that one-year hit or at least indefinite has um come on down to defensive lineman second year defensive lineman yuma you uh Rike. and so of course he played um in a handful of games last season, he was a uh, fourth-round pick from Iowa State. Um, his career totals from last year, he sits at um, 17 tackles, no sacks, and pretty much nothing else. So, he's not the biggest impact player, let's say, but he is needed because um, Broncos defensive unit is not all that deep at the defensive line it's probably the it's i would say it's the weakest part of their team especially the interior right now the way it sits with uh Yuazurike being suspended is there it um the defensive lineman positions we have dj jones mike purcell who's starting the camp on the pup list uh, we have P, uh, pj mustafer who is that undrafted free agent this year got jonathan uh harris Matt Hennigsen, uh, sorry, uh, Hennigsen. Then you have Frank Clark. Um, you got the, one of the new guys, the other new guys, Zach Allen. You got Elijah Garcia and then Jordan Jackson. So it's safe to say that this isn't the deepest defensive unit. The Broncos are still waiting to see what people actually step up in terms of the pass rush. Um, last year, it was pretty lackluster. I mean, you had Randy Gregory, who's good when he's in. But also, how often is he in? It's been a couple seasons since he's actually been fully healthy. Um, and then you with guys like maybe a Jonathan Harris. It's kind of eh. Baron Browning, he has a lot of potential to step up into, but he's starting camp on the pup. And then also, he wasn't able to live up to it last year, just like traffic. Nick Benito um, wasn't necessarily able to live up to that pass rusher hype um, that they might have accumulated coming out of college. So... There's a lot of expectations for this t- 
team, a lot of new expectations. So the Broncos need to do something about the, this defensive line. Obviously, the pass rush is going to be better with guys like Zach Gallen, Frank Clark, and heck, uh, probably even Drew Sanders too. He's going to be big in the pass rush game um, and also most aspects of that defense, hopefully, if he turns out to be, guy, to be the guy that a lot of us in Las Cows and, and Sean Payne himself thinks he can be. We're going to wait and see. So, some of the, if the Broncos even want to take a look at, um, you know, looking at the free, remain, remaining free agents for the defense line, right now you got names like Akeem Hicks, Nadam, Gosh, I can't talk to you guys. Nadam King Sue. All right. I don't think really anyone wants him. Uh, Linval Joseph, Justin Ellis, Carl Davis. You know, just, just kind of nothing crazy. But if you want to take a look at what I think the Broncos should do, and I think a lot of Broncos country would be on my side as well, because we loved him when he was here. He was great, and we missed him. And we're kind of sad when he was involved in that infamous, up to this point, trade a year ago and it's time for the Broncos to bring back Shelby Harris that's what I want that's what I've seen a lot of you guys want um, and that's truly I think in terms of who's left out there who's good and who's been with the Broncos before we'll see if he would want to return but I would love if the Broncos brought back Shelby Harris now the next thing we want to talk about is Predicting the best defensive rookies. I went out on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, of course, um, if you came to this podcast through the article that was out, welcome in. Um, but if you are coming here through other means um, and you haven't seen the article yet, go ahead, check that out because we heard from you guys over around Broncos country, uh, at least through social media platforms. And we're going to see through um, our website as well with that poll. Who do you guys think is going to end up being defensive rookie of the year for the Denver Broncos? Um, there are really only three names mentioned here. Uh, of course, there's not too many defensive rookies to choose from, but we have the three names in. We're going to go from uh, ascending order in terms of how many people were on the side of this guy. So 5% of you said that it's going to be cornerback Riley Moss out of Iowa. Now, now here's, here's my Colin Cowherd impression. Now, here's a guy that can really bring some much-needed depth to this defensive secondary, especially the cornerback position. Now, we all know that the best cornerback in the league is Pat Sertan II, but don't really have a guy, like the guy, um, out there that can line up opposite of Pat Sertan. They had Damari Mathis. They had Damari Mathis, and right now he seems to be the guy. He started on the depth chart, and he showed a lot of flash, a lot of promise last year. But there's also a lot of issues with pass interference, whether it was justified penalties or unjustified penalty. Still pass interference, unless. But that should be a guy that can really develop well into a starting NFL quarterback. I have a lot of hope in Damari Mathis, or maybe it's time. Maybe Riley Moss could end up being that guy. Um, that that is still a volatile position, and the Broncos are, like I said, they're lacking depth because behind Pats or Ten, you have Kawan Williams, Isang Bassey, um, behind Demar Mathis, you have right now it's Riley Moss. So he's they needed depth. He could be them. He could be a big playmaker. All right. One of the other names, though, the 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 second biggest one is going to be. Um, J.L. Skinner out of Boise State, arguably the steal of the draft 
without a doubt. I think he's going to end up being this guy. I mean, um, I mean, we talked about the draft profile. Um, we had a player profile. You can go find that milehighreport.com right now. Um, he's good. He's really good. He's lengthy. He has elite size, elite quickness uh, for his position. He has great over-the-ball, um, over-the-top instincts. He's a ball hawk. He's a big tackle guy as well. And, I mean, the Broncos are so lucky to be able to got him in the sixth round. He was projected as high as the second round. Dropped to the sixth because of that pec injury. He's not starting training camp on the pup as well, which is more great news about this guy. And, I mean, of course, like, kind of like Pat Sertan, we Broncos have Justin Simmons, who's arguably, if not the best, um, safety in the league. But then opposite of him, you have a bit of an issue. Um, you have Kareem Jackson, who's not bad. He's he's a solid um, safety, but also he's had those times where he just hasn't shown up. J.L. Skinner, kind of like uh, Riley Moss has the ability to become a starter. J.L. Skinner has the ability to become a starter um, next to the already established league best player in that position. So that's an exciting thing to think about. I mean, just as uh, um, a defensive unit right now with guys like Pat Sertan, uh, Riley Moss, JL Skinner, Justin Simmons. That's some good stuff right there. That that makes you excited. And but the guy that you guys are really excited about is going to be second round pick out of Arkansas. You got linebacker Drew Sanders. You got a ball of explosivity right there. Um, a projected first rounder that ended up falling I, because of how he interviewed and, and kind of off the field stuff like that. So the Broncos, pretty dang happy to be able to get him where he was. He's a guy that, according to Sean Payne, is going to play a bunch of roles in this defense. He's going to be off the ball linebacker. He's going to be a pass rusher. He's going to be a guy on, on, for this, on uh, four special teams, you know? He is going to do it all for the Broncos, and he could bring that spark off the edge when it comes to this pass rush. He is a hard hitter, tackling machine. The Broncos already have two tackling machines in Alex Singleton and Josie Joel. This is good stuff. And so 80% of you think that Drew Sanders is going to be the defensive rookie of the year for the Broncos this season. And it's hard to argue against that. I definitely could be him and Jalen Skinner. And my prediction is that. Full prediction is that all three of those guys are going to be starters, but I can really confidently say that by the end of the season, JL Skinner and Drew Sanders will be starters um, for the Denver Broncos. I really like the way that that's going to end up for them. And of course, last but not least, let's talk about the thing that we're all looking forward to the last, what, couple weeks? How long? How long have they been teasing? I think it's been a couple weeks at this point. But the Broncos have finally revealed their new alternate helmets. And I got to say, they're not bad. They're not bad. Uh, with all the hype we were getting um, and some of the rumors that are coming out, that the, the Reddit rumor ended up not being true. There's a rumor saying that if you guys haven't seen it, that it was going to be like a like an ice texture, kind of like the alternates that Old Miss had, where it looks like frost actually looks like ice and then their logo and, and the, the helmet decals on there i wouldn't have been mad if that was it i think they could have done that well um of course that might seem like more of a college kind of thing maybe that kind of stuff doesn't belong in the nfl maybe you're a bit of an old head and, and think that one maybe it's us new zoomers that that are more along that side but i think it would look cool the white look though 
it's solid they are bringing back the old d logo which should just be their primary logo i i, I might be um not have too much company on uh, company on that one on that opinion but i like it better than their horse head that they currently have the the old d logo is just fantastic but they've changed it in the, the colors um it's now similar white what one of the reasons why it's a bit of a letdown is because it's essentially their color rush helmet and they change the colors the, the, <laughs> that's that's most of it uh, but i like it it's a good blue it's a good um the, the, they kind of modernize the blue orange inside that d logo they have the stripes coming down the middle of the helmet on the white it's an all white helmet to represent the the rocky mountains of colorado that's what they use in like all of their social media stuff about this which yeah fair cool i saw a couple things that a way they could make better maybe an orange face mask that could pop nicely um but it's not bad it's not bad i think it's a quality helmet i think it's better than what the browns did it's better than a lot of alternate helmets that have been coming out and there's still hope that the broncos the rumors are that they should be getting new entirely new uniforms next season now because the nfl is stupid they have these really arbitrary rules for no reason the broncos are going to be able to wear this helmet twice this year and it has to be paired up with their alternate color rush uniform so this is going to be the white helmet on the orange color rush of course it would look a lot better if those pants were white instead of orange but it's not bad it's a good look it's a good look i, I think in that video they it was well done the ice thrown and all that stuff and yeah it looked pretty cool, you know. <laughs> the Broncos social media knows how to make a nice video. That that's for sure. Um, it's a good helmet. I'd probably give like a B minus. Probably a B. No, no. I think I'd give it a B. It's not great, but it's also not bad. It's a clean look. It goes nice with the color rush, um, and hopefully this is something they're able to build on for next year. Like an all white, an all white uniform with the white helmet would be so nice. It would be so nice. There's so many great renditions of new uniforms that the Broncos could wear that a lot of artists over the internet have done. There's so many different ways the Broncos could go with this. And there's a lot of ways where it can just look really nice. But all in all, I think this was a fairly overhyped helmet reveal. But also, they did, a, for what it is, it's a good job. It's a good helmet. I like it. Um, so go ahead and find that poll on our Twitter. Let us know in the article that we post as well about this helmet reveal. Give us your thoughts and let us know everything about that um, down in the comments of those. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Horse Tracks. It's been a fantastic time uh, being able to talk with you guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed this one. Um, if you do, leave a five-star review over anywhere, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun stuff, wherever you're listening to. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and follow us on the socials if you haven't yet, Mile High Report. Um, of course, you can find everything over at Mile High Report. Com. But with that being said, my name is Ross. I like the helmets and I hope you guys have an awesome and blessed day. See you next time. Let's kick some ice.